This is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. And whatever else interests us. Be sure to like AM Reviews on Facebook and check out our YouTube channel at AM Reviews. And follow us on Instagram at Moe's underscore TV16. And at just underscore Adrian underscore underscore. Which will be linked in our podcast. Thanks for listening. So what's up, folks? We're here to review two movies today. One is a smaller film um, called Alive by Jimmy Olsen. And we're also going to review Sonic uh, the Hedgehog. So we're first going to go with Alive. This movie is about this handicapped woman who is struggling to feel acceptance. What did you get from Alive? I guess just like anyone else, just she feels lonely um, and is, I wouldn't use the word jealous because she's not angry, I don't think, um, but wants to find someone to be in love with. And she feels as though she can't do that with her condition, her her handicap, um, and talks with her uh, caregiver about how to make that happen. So they make a Tinder profile for her and it kind of goes from there. Yeah, but she is concerned about this person who is interested in the uh, handicapped woman, and uh, she's thinking that he's going to take advantage of her, which in the end he does. But all she wanted to do is have some type of relationship or just she wanted to be satisfied because she hasn't probably been satisfied in so long. And it just gives me a different perspective on handicapped people. And I think for her, she has aphasia. Aphasia is a loss of ability to understand or express speech caused by brain damage. So mm-hmm. her caretaker helps her every day with, you know, getting out of bed. Those regular activities that we all normally do, she can't do. And she also has trouble speaking. But she sees that the caretaker has a boyfriend and she's like, can I borrow him? So she's just trying to get some type of feeling. She misses that human touch or from the opposite sex. And that's what she's longing for. True. And and it's not really clear. I mean, has she ever had that before? No, it's not really clear about that. I mean, it's pretty short. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of the gist of it. And I see what you're saying. It's, I mean, when you think about inclusion, it looks, it's it's much, it's much more than just having a, a person of color in a movie. Um, as a best friend or even the lead, right? There's different versions of diversity and ability is for sure um, in the big eight identity groups. And, you know, that handicap doesn't make her admit from wanting or having feelings um, that other individuals would normally have. So, uh, and this movie kind of just displays that, having a handicapped person being the the star of the film um, in an everyday scenario that we all find ourselves in um, and can probably relate to or enjoy watching um, just in this way. So I think for that reason, it's it's good. It's just like an independent film, probably. I mean, it's 20 minutes long, but um, and usually those tend to push the envelope with what uh, what they put out and what's what's versus what's mainstream. So, um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty interesting. And, and I guess good in that respect. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, it's straight to the point. Very short, about 25 minutes. Um, director Jimmy Olsen, uh, hats off to him. Uh, he said this is going to be available at a film festival coming up. I'm, I'm not sure how the coronavirus has affected that, but right. Yeah. Yeah. We're in that crisis, but <laughs> it doesn't affect uh, this though. 
I mean, it's already made, but it, this is no, no, this well, isn't I, getting I, like I, a wide I say, like, doesn't affect this this uh, show at all. Oh, because oh, we're no. online. Yeah, we're, we're we're online, but this kind of does date us a little bit because we are talking about the coronavirus, and hopefully that passes very quickly. Right. Hopefully but, this is old news. Yeah. If definitely. not, this will be played um, when the Wally robots are digging over, you know, the ashes in the ground and <laughs> harvesting <laughs> the hard drives of computers. Gosh, Disney, I love movies. But doesn't this feel like like this is how Wally happens? It may be, but we're first. Let, I am legend, then Wally. Oh, I am legend. Yeah, we we talked about that so much just because of <laughs> this whole coronavirus thing. But let's go and wrap <laughs> this thing up. We're gonna go ahead and rate it. I'll go over our ratings again. The lowest is trash, middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So how would you rate a live 2020? I would I would give it um oh so I'm gonna give it a rating and then a little bit of a caveat. I would give it a high background noise, but Ooh. it's like I want you know, if you watch this, it can't be background noise. You have to pay attention to the whole thing to really get a feel for it because it is so short. So it can't be background noise literally. Um, but on the level of greatness in, in watchability, that's why I put it there. I I kind of agree, but I don't. I okay. think it's a little banger. I, I feel okay. like this movie kind of opened my eyes to other people, n- not even just, I guess, somebody of a different race, like you were saying. Yeah. Th- this shows more diversity with somebody being handicapped and having those feelings that everybody else should be able to experience. And I feel exactly. like this movie displayed that very well. So I, I gave it a low banger. Okay. I I can appreciate that, that rating. But thanks to Jimmy Olsen for letting us review this and uh, choosing us. And we'll move on to Sonic. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Are you drinking something? <laughs> I was. Oh. <laughs> Just put it on mute if you if you're in the middle of. <laughs> no, I thought I could just squeeze it in there and I couldn't and I moved the straw and it made a noise. Um. Anyway, I might leave that in. But <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Sonic the Hedgehog. A lot of controversy when the first trailer just came out. Me myself, I didn't think too badly of it. Of course, the Sonic isn't the cute and cuddly little Sonic that we're used to, but I didn't mind it. But the Sonic that we got for this movie looks much better, looks more cartoonish, and it's all around good. Uh, what did you think of Sonic the Hedgehog? I I think the character, you know, once they did the redesign, looked great. I think it was as, as good as a real-life Sonic could, could be. The movie itself, I I liked. I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. Um, it was funny. It had a little bit, you know, the, some of the jokes a little forced, but still I, I laughed at all of them. I think a very good story. I think it was a good way to adapt it to make it a little more real life. Yeah, it was it was it was a decent movie. Yeah, it's pretty decent. And it just makes me think this would have been better for me or I would have enjoyed it more if I was a child because this movie is definitely made for children. Yes, it is not. It is not in any way like a. We're going for our, our first fans of Sonic type of movie, right? It's very much, I think, just capitalizing on getting new a new generation hooked. Because you need no background knowledge for this. It's just Sonic. None of the other characters except 
you know, at the very end, what we'll talk about. Yeah, it's definitely for the kids. Yeah, it's definitely for the kids. It, it doesn't give you any extra, you know, like how a Disney movie is, like, for example, like Mulan or Lion King. Like, those have deeper meanings. But this is... Oh, yeah, this was not trying to teach you any kind of a lesson about anything. This was just a fun time with Sonic. <laughs> yeah, that's all it was. And I don't know, I, I, I shouldn't expect that. Because this is Sonic. You know, he's a video game character. Right. Um, it's just fun playing with him on video games. He runs real fast. He's not much too. You know. No, not not too much. And yeah, I, I mean, there probably is some more backstory, but I'm not really familiar with it. But I've always liked Sonic, um, especially in video games. Right. The WB cartoons. Yeah. And um, playing with him on Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Yes. Excellent character. I feel like there's a more grown up, mature Sonic which one? The one in Smash Brothers? I mean, I guess. So, I mean, you don't really do much with him. I mean, he's in the storyline a little bit. I don't know. I just feel like the Sonic we met is very, like, they made him out to be... I mean, he is a kid, but he seemed even more like a kid in this movie, I guess. Yeah, okay. I can see that. He He's much more of a kid compared to the video game and the TV show that we watched. The, the the Sonic, he was raised by an owl on some other different type of planet. And then they basically kind of had the Superman story, you know, where uh, yep. everything okay. is yep. falling apart. And then the owl mother, she sends him off to a different place, which is Earth. No hints towards the other friends like Tails and I forgot the girl's name, but I think it's Daisy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No hints towards that, especially not not them being from the same place, but maybe we'll get that in. Wait, the did you did you see the end credit scene? Yeah, I saw it. I, was there any anything in the background? I, I don't know if I noticed it or not. Well, I mean, it, it was just tails. Tails. Wait a minute. I I, I got to go back and look. I, I didn't see it because <laughs> I saw ah, you didn't okay, see okay. the very very end. Oh. Okay. So after. So at the very end of the movie, after all of the credits, there is an end credit scene with Tails. Oh, man. And he That's has a device in his hand, and he says something like, um, ah, what was it? Don't worry, we'll find you? Or something along those lines. Okay, so they did. And kind it was of him with like this tracker thing in his hand, um, and, then, and then the scene ends. But I wonder why, like, they weren't shown beforehand, because uh, throughout the whole movie, we see no connection towards anybody else except this mother owl. True. Um, I'm not exactly sure why. Um, I know it's going to be hard for them to bring them into the storyline because they kind of changed up his origin a little bit. I don't know how they're going to bring in the rest of them. Even with that little thing with Tails at the very end, I'm not sure it, it quite makes sense. Well, maybe some of them have like some rings, just like Sonic. He uses the rings to travel to different planets and all that. Right, right. But it wasn't really let on that anyone else by this owl knew about Sonic. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's very true. Um, Sonic was basically kept under wraps. Um, until the evil people came and send them off like Superman. But um, we haven't actually gotten to the story. Right. Uh, <laughs> right at the beginning, Sonic, he is uh, he has to leave. Uh, the mother owl tells him to leave and 
take the rings with him and the rings help him travel to basically anywhere that he chooses. And right. he finally chooses Earth, um, which I think may be the fifth or sixth place that he's been to because he's been found out in other places. But mm-hmm. he really likes Earth. He kind of finds a family that he never actually meets, but kind of stalks them or he, he's just outside of the window watching them all the time. And he's basically a myth at this point. A couple of people have seen him, but like really quickly, of course, because he runs fast. Sonic, he finally realizes that he is alone. And I actually felt sad for him because he lost his uh, owl mother at the beginning. And right. he he creates this blackout, which turns everything bad. And now all the attention is on him. Everybody's trying to find out what caused this whole blackout. Um, that's when uh, I'm going to call him Cyclops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Donut Lord also. That's what Sonic calls him at first. That's when he comes in. He's a police officer. Really doesn't do much of anything. He just kind of has surveillance. Right. Small town. Yeah. But he's looking to do something more than that. And he's looking for another job still as a cop, but, you know, having more to do. But everybody's trying to look out for the thing that causes blackout. And then that's when um, Dr. Robotnik, which is Jim Carrey, Mm -hmm. he comes in. And I thought he was the best part of the movie besides Sonic. Him and Sonic were the best part of the movie. This was a Jim Carrey movie. Yeah, and rightly so it should be. It was um kind of like The Mask. He was drawing some of those vibes. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was pretty funny, especially whenever he was uh, going back and forth with um, side clubs. He it, it was he, yeah it was definitely a Jim Carrey movie, and he was very much pulling off like The Mask. Um, but he wasn't over the top. Like he didn't take away from the movie at all. N- not at all. Really, the movie is pretty short. It's about an hour and a half, and it, it goes by quickly. It doesn't really try to do a whole bunch of exposition. Basically, you're going all the way through it pretty quickly. Um, right. There was kind of like a side little fun time that Sonic and Cyclops have on a on a road trip because they, they're trying to escape after uh, Jim Carrey has kind of found out that Sonic is the cause of the, the blackout. But... Um, other than that, it, it pretty much flows pretty well. What did you like most about the movie? Definitely Jim Carrey, all of all of his scenes. Um, I think Sonic is fairly one-dimensional, but I think talking about the loneliness and the newfound family really added depth to, to the character, um, especially given that we haven't we didn't see any, him interact with any of his other like classic friends throughout the movie. Um, so. Yeah, I enjoyed making Sonic a little more serious and relatable. Um, but best part of the movie, Jim Carrey, and any any of his scenes, all of them were hilarious. And I honestly was bored when he wasn't on the screen. <laughs> uh, so you didn't find Sonic funny? I mean, he was he was pretty funny, but I I don't know. It's I I just felt like I was. The actors did a really good job pretending to act something that wasn't there for sure. But I think with any movie that has real life people and these characters in it, for me, it does take take me out of the movie a little bit because it's obviously not real. So I think for those reasons, I just enjoy Jim Carrey more than having Sonic on the screen, even though it's a Sonic movie. Um, and they did a great job with putting him in it. Um, I just find 
usually the movies where the main characters is the animated character, like even Alvin and the Chipmunks, for example, um, it, it never feels as entertaining as a person. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, like what SpongeBob says with the rainbow, you got to use your imagination. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Um, but I found myself constantly looking like when they were handing him things or he was talking to them, looking at how it lined up. If You know, I, it, it takes me out of the movie a little bit. I can see that. I, I can understand that. Um, Even when it's yeah. going great, because I'm like, wow, they did a really good job acting to this stuffed animal, I'm sure. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they definitely did. Sonic also had a, a Quicksilver scene, uh, which yeah. is kind of i don't know it's kind of played out at this point because i think i've seen that even a couple more times even before you, this i will movie. say i don't think anyone gets the right to say that kind of scene is played out if we have another spider-man movie wait wait, wait, wait what do you mean anything ever on film that spider-man can do has done and will do has already been done and people love seeing it over and over again. That is not true. There's that so is much to explore. We, we are not going to get into this. This is not about Spider-Man. This it's not. It's not. But I'm not. This this fast scene is not played out because that web slinger has nine, ten movies of the same stuff. <laughs> You're just mad because Spider-Man is just so popular. And no. It's fine that he's popular. I'm just saying, you can't, you gotta look at it the same. You can't say this thing is played out. We love seeing the same stuff over and over again with other characters. But it's different, though. Whenever you have those quick flash scenes, you know, you got funny stuff going on and they're tripping them up and, you know, tying things around. So it's really some of the same stuff. I mean, how else can you do it, though? Well, I don't know. That's what I'm just saying. It's, you know, really one way the to same show, stuff. Well, I guess two ways to show a fast character and ask them doing fast things or doing everything else slow around them so they are fast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, what, what else can you do? Exactly. And, and, what else can you do? Nothing but like it. And you can't say it's overplayed because that's all you can do. And we have all these other movies with people doing the same stuff over and over again. But somehow they get grace. No, but what I'm saying is, you, you didn't let me explain with Spider-Man. We see him uh, react with or interact with different characters. Every Spider-Man movie has had a different villain. So we get to see him interact with different people in different movies. It's not like we've seen the same people over and over again. Well, yeah, it's like what you're saying, the whole the movies themselves are different. But in, but with the Sonic thing, you're looking at this one scene, saying this one scene is the same in all these movies, instead of saying, in you know, uh, Quicksilver in the the X-Men movies and Quicksilver in the uh, Avengers movie, they're interacting with different people. It's a different story. Why is why do you feel like they're playing this out though with with the fast stuff? Because they well, also have different interactions and different movies and all this stuff well, i'm just saying because we're really just seeing the same type of stuff we're just random people just be, being put in different places we, we don't have any connection towards the characters that they're interacting with the people i think that's what the difference is 
I mean, why would I mean, it's just I'm, I guess it's just it's just one of his it's his like fight move. Um, I don't I mean, I feel like you could say the same thing about Spider-Man. He slings web and that's about it. <laughs> I could say I'm tired of seeing him sling web. I mean, I think I think I think Marvel and Disney are trying to fix this by giving him this Iron Man suit so early because they know he's doing the same thing for like 12 years. So they tried to add something else to the character. Because yeah, they were tired of seeing him sling web. Well, they, they they know that there's been three iterations of Spider-Man within, let's say, what, 15 years? Right. So they're trying to mix it up. You know, skip the whole Uncle Ben story. Kind of fast forward him and, and advance him to where he can use technology, like you were saying, with the yep. suits and everything. And kind of putting him in that big Avenger role. Maybe being that next Tony Stark, like they were hinting towards in Spider-Man Far From Home. But we're getting completely off topic with Sonic. This review is about Sonic. Um, right. And I don't think you can say Sonic is played out because he's been in one movie. Well, I wasn't saying Sonic was played and out. And that I was move saying that type of, of the speeding up the scenes is not played out if that's the only thing you can do. But that's what I'm saying. The, the whole speeding up. I mean, it was good seeing Quicksilver do it the first time. But then, you know, we, we see almost the same thing with speeding up, you know, tangling up people's feet and uh, playing around around their head and all that stuff. It's fun to look at at times. But I mean, I guess do you I'm, want them to speed up and kill people like you want it to be dark. You need to see like some kind of. Gr- I mean, <laughs> well, I maybe. I yeah, know, I don't know how to fix that problem. Yeah, it's something like the Flash, the Flash TV show, whenever um, Reverse Flash came around and he was stabbing people through their chest. With uh, his hand moving really fast. So, so you want some kind of Batman evolution? You want him to go Ben Affleck and just start slicing people's heads off when he runs fast? Well, I mean, he doesn't have to do that in the TV show. All they do is just have them drop dead. But I'm not saying Sonic has to kill anybody. That, that's not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm just saying just make it a little bit more different. I mean, we, we've we've seen this before. I, but, guess, um, I guess I'm not. I guess I'm not mad at it because I mean. I think when you when you go to a Sonic film, you expect him to do those fast things. Yeah, well, no, no, no. I'm I'm not mad. I'm just saying that it is a little played out. But let let's move on. I guess I guess I guess. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about his video games and all this stuff because really it's the same video game. It's the same TV show every episode. But it's what you sign up for. Yeah, that, that's because I mean he can true. he just runs fast. That's that's about it. Uh, he. I mean, he's probably smart, but I mean, what main character isn't? I, <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I guess. I guess I. I'm like either have a problem with the whole system, or or not at all. But I mean, because he is. I mean, he's repetitive. He just runs fast. There's nothing else he can do. Um, and I'm. I guess I'm not gonna fault him for that. No, no, I'm not gonna fault him for that. I'm just saying that particular scene. What what he does in that scene. But um. I think the characters in his in his story usually, like Knuckles and Tails and all them, those characters give him uh, some some good depth and characters to bounce off of, because they're the same type of character. You know, they're cartoonish. Maybe that would have helped. Or if they would have just did a, a CGI film with just in his home world, like a regular Sonic story, instead of making him go to New York or or no San Francisco and do all this Earth stuff. Yeah, kind of make it like Detective Pikachu, where you got the whole world being Pokemon. Okay, I okay, the Pikachu really had a really good balance, um, but I was even taking it a step. 
I guess, back and um, and not having people other than you know, Mr. Robotnik, like not, a true yeah. Sonic TV show. But even in that TV show, they had actual people. They were people, too. They have bad human people friends. Um, yeah. So he, I, he I guess had... I guess Pikachu would be the best. Uh, Pikachu detective would be the best uh, middle ground. Yeah, because he actually had people that were just like him, you know, like Knuckles, Tails, all them. Right. Um, but instead, in this, all you have is Sonic, and he doesn't really interact with any other cartoonish character except before he goes to Earth. The movie wraps up with Sonic, uh, you know, running real fast, saving a day from Mr. Robotnik and Mr. Robotnik, uh, Jim Carrey. He gets transported to another planet. And it looks like, you know, he's building his way back to Earth so he can defeat Sonic. I'm not sure exactly what planet he ended up on, but I'm sure it doesn't matter. He'll find a way out. Uh, right. And I doubt it will be referenced in, in, in the potential sequel. No. Really, his explanation is he's just smart. He's smarter than everybody else in the room. And right. I think they play that pretty well with Jim Carrey's character as far as him, the jokes. Um, oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it it played pretty well. Um, he was the best part when it came to a human character. Other than that, everybody else was, they did their job. They, I mean, they weren't meant to stand out. Yeah, but, everybody uh, else, um, it kind of felt like the human actors were directed by Tyler Perry. And um, <laughs> Jim Carrey was classic Jim Carrey. And there's a CGI thing. <laughs> I guess if you want to break it down like that, that that's what makes this. A, a a total kids movie. Um, yes. I did want more because I, I guess I'm used to the Disney factor where they try to be really deep, but that just what this wasn't it. You know, I, I think when you adapt, you know, uh, a video game to a movie, it it kind of negates all the uh, potential for having some deep meaning or something. You know. Yeah, that's true, but. Anything else to say about Sonic? Um, I'll I'll say I I'm sure they'll make a sequel. I'm probably not excited about it. You know, cause everyone wants to build a world, and and this is, you know, this is a great way to do it because the world's already built. So I'm sure they'll try to make a couple of these movies. Um, but these movies tend to not make great sequels. No, I, I think. Actually, most movies don't make great sequels. Uh, yeah, most movies. Yeah. yeah, but this movie has grossed $300 million worldwide, which is not huge by today's standards. But it is pretty big for Sonic, after all the controversy, people not liking it. And it opened up pretty well. And I think it's the most successful video game movie to date. Um, and for some reason, people were comparing this to Birds of Prey, even though these movies have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, they really don't. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, but Birds of Prey I, I'll say really the, much maybe money. the people who want to go see them are similar. Yeah, I mean, adaptations. Yeah, well, Birds of Prey still had to make $200 million, but <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. But um, you want to go ahead and rate it? Yeah, we can We can uh, go ahead and, 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 and rate this one. I, I wish... Uh, I wish I could rate it higher, but I can't. Go ahead over the system. <laughs> well, we did go over previously, but I'll say it again. Um, yeah. I, the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise. And the highest is a banger. So how would you rate Sonic the Hedgehog the movie? 
I'm going to rate this as the thing that's going to hit Netflix and you as a parent are going to hate or watching any children because they're going to play it on repeat um, and it's going to become low background noise uh, for the next like five years. Wow. Dang. It's one of those. It's one of those. We made it for kids. There is no real deep meaning. We just want to sell toys and have your kid hooked on our movie so they can cry for it in the back of the van. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great synopsis. But I'm going to go with a high background noise here because, you know, just because it's Sonic, I really like Sonic. I like the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to go fast. Um, I enjoy Jim Carrey. They definitely get some points for that. Great casting for uh, Robotnik, even though he's not really a jokey type of character. I think Jim Carrey was good for this. He brings the cartoon into it. Definitely. He was more animated than Sonic. <laughs> oh, well, I, I don't know. I can't agree with that. But uh, um, <laughs> they, he matched the energy at least. Yeah, yeah. He no one else the energy. did. Yes, definitely. Perfect casting. But yeah, I'm, I'm going with a high background noise. And I agree with your whole, uh, you know, selling toys and all that stuff. And, oh, yeah. But one movie that reminds me of that whenever I was a child that I played on repeat was Shrek. <laughs> yes. But people think highly of Shrek, though. Um, this is, well, Shrek has a story. <laughs> this doesn't? It does. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, probably burst your bubble a little bit with the story. So if you take Shrek and Fiona for what they are and how they look as ogres, it looks like what you're saying is you may be an ugly person of color with a big nose, but you're still able to find love, too. <laughs> we know you, we know the kingdom wants you to be wants you to be skinny, white um, and <laughs> with a pointy nose. But you can be an ogre, too. Yeah, everybody can find love. <laughs> Ogres can too, but you can live in the ghetto or the swamp (laughs) and still have friends. One of them might be an ass. That's okay. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But hey, Shrek is a classic. It Um, is a classic. And as much as I love the first Shrek, and I know basically all the words I have ever since I was little, but um, I think Shrek Two is probably the greatest sequel. As far as a animated movie. Oh yeah, the animated movie. I love Shrek Two. I like Shrek Two better than Shrek One. I do. Man, it's hard for me to disagree. <laughs> but I think so too. The music is so good. You know, the you music got is Puss so in Boots, good. and <laughs> and then he uh, Donkey turns into a horse, and Shrek turns into a human. All that stuff. Oh, right. So good. The uh, the Disney princesses go wild. I mean, I I I really like Shrek Two. Yeah, so good, so good. Um, Shrek but, Forever that Forever After, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was watchable. Shrek the Third was all right. It was all right. Puss in Boots is pretty pretty interesting. I stopped after that. I stopped yeah. after uh, Shrek Forever After <laughs> with uh, Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin. Uh, well, pretty good, but um, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, thank you for everybody listening out there. We hope that you keep listening and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube and podcasts and make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, which is linked in the description. Thanks for listening.